music. Hello and welcome to the music section of the pod podcast. In this section, we're going to be talking about disabled musicians. So, what me and Ethan have found, um, we found someone not with a uh, learning disability um, or, or a label, um, but we found someone who has been stigmatised uh, because of the way he was born. Uh, so I do think it relates quite quite well to the subject, um, and that's the drum and bass artists artist, sorry, uh, Total Recall, and he was born with only one arm. Um, so obviously, from a young age, he's been uh, viewed as being different. Um, but despite this, he's decided he's going to go into music anyway and become a DJ. Um, Ethan, what what was his sort of attitude to him only having one arm? Did he see himself? Did he see himself as different to others, or or did he not? Did he just sort of want to just get along with it? And uh, uh, he was just uh, he was just very worried. Uh, Basically, because he only had one arm, and he wouldn't have been able to do much. Well, he. Ah, start again. So that that sounds that sounds more like what other people, the way they were viewing him, is other people thought because he had one arm, he wouldn't be able to do it. But his attitude was actually, he didn't care. He wanted to be a music DJ, and pursue his mo- music career the way he wanted to do it and he just didn't care about other people's opinions but despite this people did they did look at him as sort of not being able to do it potentially very well uh, what was that word again being D? D- discrimination yeah people yeah. are doing people were being uh, discriminative towards him yeah and uh uh, what's that other word? Stemma. So people were being, oh, was it dis? So they were being discriminatory. Yeah. Yeah. Discriminatory. Yeah. Yeah, and they were they were they were they were, they were stigmatizing him. Yeah. He had one arm. Except there was an artist, an, another drum and bass music artist that actually didn't discriminate against him, and that is, who's this? What was he? What was the DJ that didn't discriminate? DJ Hazard. So DJ Hazard is a very famous drum and bass music artist, and he actually included some of Total Recall's music on his own mixtape. And why is that? Why is that good? Why is that a great thing that you've got an artist here not showing any discrimination, not 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 stigmatizing him? Why is that good? What does that say to other people who are listening to music or people with labels themselves? And it was a good thing you'd said, Ethan. It was this good thing. You you said this right here. You said it helps people. Well, with um, people become more independent and confident. That's right, confident. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And, and you think it? Do you think it's important? People in music, especially. Totally. Are, I think it's important that. Uh, People are really, really comfortable with what they're doing, and uh, no one's worried. There's like, there's no inconvenience being caused, and all that. So, yeah, yeah, and especially in music, right? Isn't it? Because in music, like, you don't want to be like really shy, like, especially when you've got a big audience looking at you. It can really, really affect people. Right. Like, so and making some people like cry because uh, they're all getting locked. It's really good though if you can uh, do it right in front of people. 
Yeah, and so exactly, exactly. So DJ Azad is actually sort of in a sense he's actually helped people with other labels come out a bit and not worry so much about what labels they've got and just sort of get on with it a little bit, isn't it? So, um, but yeah. Sounds pretty good. I like it. Alright. Hey, Gussie? Uh, I think that's it, really. So, yeah. Right. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Alright, that sounds good. Should we, should we go, just go around the table? Who did you find out about James? Or did you find out anything? So you, you're you an interesting couple, haven't you? You find out some stuff about a. Uh, radio presenter. Um, I, I also found out about. A, a pair of uh, DJs uh, that have become radio presenters despite of battling with disabilities and illnesses. Can you see what the names are? Oh, I can't, have, can't see it on here. A pair of DJs. Oh, got Owen Brindley. Was it? And Thomas Marshall, I think. That's quite cool. So they just got a radio show every Wednesday for their unpaid radio show, Smash Hits. That's interesting, isn't it? It is. So, well, it's interesting, it's an unpaid radio show. Do, do DJs normally get paid? I think so. I don't know why. I actually don't know. <laughs> I suppose it depends maybe what kind of radio station it is, I guess, like how professional it is. I don't know, but that's very cool that they've done that in, the, in that you found out this one. What was the other one? You, you found a cool video, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Uh, what was that? That was about DJ session. So, because you do some DJing, don't you? I do. Yeah. Where, where have you done DJing before? Um, I I was a mobile DJ. A mobile DJ? Yeah. What does that mean? Um, you go around all different venues and you can uh, DJ at any different parties. Um, this uh, video I've just found is all about uh, um course for people with learning difficulties for uh, learning how to DJ. It was on BBC News, Northern, Northern Ireland, though. Oh, cool. Yeah. That, that, is, that is interesting that there is a course because we we also found a, uh, a course that's been done in, based in South London, which is um, by uh, a woman called Lizzie Emma, and she has a heart and soul. Sounds like a very similar course. I don't think she's necessarily teaching people to be DJs, but she's getting people, um, well, helping them in their, on their musical journeys in whatever way she is. And, and, and her, their motto is that they believe in the talents and powers of people with learning disabilities, and that's their motto. Um, and um, yeah, no, I just I think it's 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 just good to know that there's a few, sounds like there's a few groups out there that, that sort of engage with that sort of. Um, assisting people into these things and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, think, I think part part of us doing the research as well is like if we come up with names, we find like things that are interesting. Maybe like in the future, we look at them up again and find out what they do. That'd be quite cool. All right, Rebecca, do you want to tell us what you found out about? 
um, just found out about a, a uh, just found a that uh, just found out the um that call, uh, there's this man called Cormac Nelson. Yeah. But his son is has got Down syndrome. Right. And what does that do? Um, it, it's just saying that it it has cha- changed his life in jo- joyful and positive way. Okay. In what in what sense? I I think the ch- child is in a musician way. In a, in a musical way. Yeah. Okay. Was in it changed like the type of music he was playing? Do you think? Is that what he said or not sure? He, yeah, he says in many ways living like being like a rock and roll kind of music yeah that's what he plays yeah okay is he still playing rock and roll music or has he changed that yeah he had yeah i think he had had so loud a, room, a, a lot of things. Yeah? Yeah. What was he called? Okay. He was called Cormac Nelson. Cormac? Cormac Nick? Cormac Neeson? Neeson. Cormac Neeson. Like Liam Neeson. Mm. See, his eyes light up when you Yeah. Okay, cool. So maybe he's someone you could look into a little bit. Oh, yeah. What do you think about the the article was it good? Or the article is good. Yeah? Yeah. Like, like talking about the Rolling Stones. The, the Rolling Stones music. Okay. Well, the article Yeah, in the article, yeah. Does he play that? Yeah. Was it Rolling Stone magazine? No, it's a BBC one. It's a BBC one. Oh, okay. Art. This is the yeah, art yeah, section yeah. of the podcast. Ah. Art. Yeah. Um, so uh, today we're going to be talking about um, yeah accessibility in gaming. So uh, one of the we started by looking at a charity, didn't we? Too, called Able Games. Do you remember what that was, Luke? Herbal cocaine yeah. about um, making it easier mm. for people to play games. Yeah, so it's a, um, a US-based charity. Um, they provide uh, like equipment and those sort of things 
uh, for people to um, uh, beat the social isolation. So it's, they they do it to like combat a social isolation through gaming. How do you think you'd um, go about combating? Why why do you think gaming's good for combating social isolation, Luke? Meet and not people online. Yeah, yeah. So you can meet pe- new people online. Uh, you can also meet up with like old friends, I guess as well. Um, so we also looked at um, a website called GameAccess.info. So it's www.GameAccess.info. Do you remember what that was about? That was the one with uh, Halo and Pokemon Snap on it. Yeah. Yeah, so um, you watched the video where it showed you about all the controls? Yeah. I the video. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, how you can change the controls? Um, is that what, was to make it more accessible, I guess? What could be done to make, like, different games more accessible by changing the controls. Is that right? Yeah. Um, uh, do you, you don't remember much about the voice control thing, do you? No. Right. Um, do you want to talk, speak about... Do you want to talk about Connect at all? Yeah. Is that is that any of these? I can make it easy for me. Yeah, what's it easy? With the arms. With the arms. With the arms. Yeah. So, in, so it's like. It's a bit silly. Yeah, it's a bit silly. When you. Well, it doesn't make you feel feel a little bit silly. Yeah. Uh, um, but it's like big. Big arm movements as opposed to. Um, and I got the sen- sensor in it. You haven't got sen- the sensor? I can't the sensor. A sense- sensitivity? Center on it. Oh, a center on it? Yeah. What do you mean? When you move like that. Yeah, when you move your arms around. Ah, oh, see, so like when you move your arms around, it senses your movement, sort of thing. Yeah. And that's is that easier to use than a controller? Do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess because, like, with a controller, you're using like finer, like smaller, like finger movements, aren't you? Yeah. Whereas, like you say, with the Kinect, you're using like bigger. Arms. Um. Yeah. Bigger arms, arm movements. Uh, we also looked at, and so another Xbox thing. We also looked at the the Xbox adapt, adaptive controller. That was the white thing. Do you yeah, remember? you can put your toy in. Yeah. So, you, what, sorry. Say again. 
Joystick. Yeah, so you can put like joystick. You can add like joysticks. You can add like um, switch, like different switches. You can sort of set it up how you want it, don't, don't you? Like would um, and you would you would you like use something like that? Would you like to use something? Do you think that would be easier than? Yeah, I suppose you can't really tell, but with something like that, you can't really tell until you've tried it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. Alright, um, on an ending note, uh, what's the greatest game of all time? Connect Star Wars. Connect Star Wars. That's a good one. I think it's for me. It's probably. Take a long. Take a boy now. Yeah, it's got a few years. Is that the one with um, dan dancing uh, Han Solo? Yeah. Who does the I'm Han I'm Han Solo. I'm Han Solo. But I'm not older. No. Han Solo one. Why not? Because I. Same like it. Yeah, it's feel like it's boring. You don't like dancing. Player three has and entered I the game. And I don't want. And I don't want to dance alone. In dance. No. No. A boy in Um. Dan's joined us. Hello. Though. What did you want to say? I just think that your um, your idea for best game is wrong. Um, <laughs> Got to be Banjo Kazooie, hasn't it? Yeah. Banjo Kazooie. That is quite a good game. Amazing game. Um, for me, it's Tetris. Really? Like, it's really simple. It's timeless. The music's great. And Sonic. Oh Sonic. yeah, Sonic. Sonic Two. Sonic Two on Mega Drive. Definitely. Well, it's a, it's a draw. Right. Uh, on that note, I think we'll uh, close it. Uh, let us know what your favourite game is, or if you've used any sort of um, adapted controllers or those, those sort of things, and what your experiences are with them. We'd love to know. Bye. 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 Right. Hello, and welcome to the life section of the podcast. So, today we're going to be talking about uh, Autumn Towers, exciting stuff, and they have started to um, train their staff in using methadone. Um So, let's start. What Does everyone know... What Mathaton is? Yeah, it is a sign language that complements speech. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, like so. Um, so, one of the. Uh, so, we found this um, article on the BBC, and one of the, one of the people that it mentions is a character called Mr. Tumble. Um, Ethan, you. I think you knew who he was. Can yeah. you explain a little bit about, about the character and what what he does? He's got a red nose. 
speaking to the He's got a red nose, he uh does uh, the simple sign language, uh he's funny, he's designed to make uh the audience laugh. What sort of what sort of program is it? Uh it's on CBBS. Mm-hmm. It's like a uh, kids program. Yeah. So what what sort of, what sort of age group? Like really like little, little people. Really young people, like yeah. the age of four. So I guess that's about the time that pe- like kids are learning. Yeah. Like, I, I guess it helps. Would you helps to learn? Yeah. Yeah. Like speech. Um. So what do we? What do we all think about um, Autumn Towers starting to train staff in marketing? I think it's really good because I work at uh, Creeley and uh, I would love to be trained in Macaton because uh, I'd find it really helpful to talk to some of the guests. Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you reckon if you learn, um, if you could learn Macaton? If you were learning Macaton, do you reckon that would help uh, communicate with some of the guests that come to Creedo? I do think that yeah. it would be helpful. Uh, so they've started training now and they're, um, they're hoping to have uh, the guests, uh, they're hoping to have their staff trained by the Easter and summer. Right. Um, Cool. So, um, Rebecca, you said you um, knew, knew a bit about this tumble as well. Did you want to speak about this tumble into the microphone? Sure. So, Mr. Um, tumble. So, what? How does he use signs in in his program? Um. Yeah. He just uses the Macaton signs when he's talking. Yeah? Yeah. Just when he's talking? Like, talking, like, to, like, kids. Yeah. Well, um, why do you think think that's useful? Why do you think that's a good thing? Because it helps. The kids to learn yep. to use their hands. Um, what else? What else does it help them to learn? Do you think? Um. He, um, he does sing a lot. Yeah. But uses Macaton as well yeah. on his hands. Yeah. So, when you're doing Macaton, you're using your hands, what else are you doing? And what else are, do you think, like, young children watching this programme are also learning? Um, It's just easy to learn stuff and... Like learn, learn what exactly though? Like he does do cooking in his own house. Yeah. 
So it's spoken pitch cooking as well. Yeah. So what what I was trying to get at is like you know when so when he's so this is a program watched by um, small children, isn't it? Yeah, it's called CBBS. Yeah, it's on CBBS. So when when he's signing and also speaking, what are the what are the young children learning? Um, they're kind of like going out in the country doing things like um, learning about nature. Yeah, cool. What, um, what, just um, if, regardless of what the topic is, in like what are they learning overall? Uh, mainly like um, bugs, creepy crawlies. How to communicate. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was getting at. How to interact with people and all that. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Um, Cool. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Right, so obviously we're talking about um, Alton Towers. Can we have a little chat about our experiences in uh, like roller coaster places like uh, theme parks or whatever you call them. Uh, Disneyland. Yeah, so you've been to Disneyland, what was that like? It was really great. Yeah? Yeah. Good. Um, what was, uh, what were the staff like? The staff are really helpful. Yeah? Uh, was there a particular time that they were helpful? What, was there a particular time they were helpful, sorry? Um, making, making sure the customers enjoy the day. Yeah. Anything else? Um, going uh, go on, play on the actual rice. Yeah? We're in Disneyland. Don't they have, like, act? in a way so they're like actors uh, where they play the characters ah uh, yeah yeah they do dress up as like characters from disney and yeah. pixar cool cool um the parades yeah oh, that's yeah cool. that's cool. also the p- parades was it is it was it disneyland paris or was it the one in florida i have it's disneyland paris yeah. nice Cool. Uh, I've been to Disneyland. Do you want to talk a bit about that? Um, it, it was a great fun, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't really what know. What did you do in Disneyland? I went on all the rides and that. Yeah. I was a bit nervous about getting on the rides. Yeah, me too. I went once, yeah, because I was I was working in a school and they had like a school trip. I went with my school. Could you? Yeah. Ah, Trey BM. I went with my two sisters. What? I I went there with my two sisters. I went there with sisters. Nice, nice. My birthday surprise. Very nice. That's a a good surprise, isn't it? Yeah. Cool. Um, You work in a in um in Creeley. Yeah. Do you want to? Sorry. Is it recording? Yeah, yeah. I I work at Creeley, and it's a great place to work, and uh, 
there's loads of great rides there. And uh, in May half term, there is a new attraction coming <laughs> called Sooty Land. <laughs> Sorry, called what? Sooty Land. What? Like the puppet? Oh, amazing. Sooty I love Sooty. Yeah, I remember this. Mm-hmm. And there's loads of new rides. Yeah. Exciting. And it's going to be exciting times to come. Yeah. What's your, um, what, what's it like working at Creedy? What's, um, what are the, like, what, what are the other staff like? Uh, what are the other, what are the customers like? All the staff are a great bunch of people. Yeah. Lovely to work with. And, uh, we have uh, really nice customers all the time. Yeah. All the time? Most of the time, yeah. I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but I worked, I worked at Queenie once or twice, actually, yeah. when I was doing agency work. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Ethan, you've been to like a roller coaster place, like. Pop, yeah, pop like sort of those, uh, the Big Sheep and Milky Way. Where's that? Uh, the Big Sheep uh, and Milky Way. Yeah, oh, near Biddeford. Biddeford. Oh, nice. Uh, what was that like? Uh, mega fun. Mega fun. Uh, uh, I went on all the rides. Uh, went in the uh, soft play bit. Uh, fed the uh, sheep that they got there. Nice, nice. And yeah, just really fun. Yeah, good. Uh, what were the what was the staff like? Do you remember anything about the staff? Yeah, they're all right. I mean, they don't sound too convincing. not too shabby. Not too shabby. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> All right. Cool. Any particular experiences with with the staff, like communicating with the staff? Oh, not that I can remember. Those ages since I went there. Uh, when was it? Like 2016 was the last time I went there. I think. Mm, two years ago. Six years ago. That is quite some time. You've been yeah. Young, young boy. Yeah. A whippersnapper. Was a bit of a young boy. I was. Yeah. A young boy. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Uh, right, so we should like wrap this up in some way, I think. Um, so, based on. Could you top things for a theme park? What's what that? I reckon. Uh, I was going to come back round to the Macaton point and then. Um, so, if you. You've talked a bit about. Um, do you want to talk a bit about. More about if you're using Macaton in your work, James. What I reckon is every single theme park yeah. uh, should be trained in some type of sign language mm. to help them with communication with the guests. Yeah, cool. Excellent. Um, what do you think? If you uh, Would you find it useful um, if you went to a theme park and the, the staff were using Macaton, Rebecca? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really helpful to learn yeah. stuff like that. Uh, uh, how I learned about a little bit of Magaton because yeah. I had a video yeah. with this guy in a red top that yeah. actually signs and talks. Oh, that's cool. 
cool. I think it's called Nursery Rhymes. So it's another children's. It was another children's program. Yeah, oh, it's actually cool. mainly on the video. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. But um, excellent. Thanks, Rebecca. Um, Ethan, if you went to a one of these theme park places and they were using Macaton, do you think that would be useful for you? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd say so. If people couldn't speak, then that would be easier. Yeah. Or so people want English. They could make. No, go on. Go maybe on. make car signs from like go like that. And maybe <laughs> That's not hear the sound. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you're right. Signs don't really work over yeah. radio, do they? Nah. But yeah, cars. We're so. yeah, we're waving our hands at the moment. Yeah, driving, <laughs> driving imaginary cars. <laughs> right, uh, let's end on a nice light note. James, what's your favourite roller coaster or, or ride? My favourite roller coaster is Maximus at Creeley Great Adventure Park. Uh, do you want to just give, give a quick description of that for us? Um, it loops around. Uh, um, is it like a train and it goes through a tunnel sounds loads of fun just that it doesn't spin like the twister ah well what's your favorite roller coaster then mm, probably uh probably maximus have you been on maximus as well yeah, maximus is hellfire man is it hellfire <laughs> so you'd go upside down or anything or does it just like go around the track no like, you don't go upside down okay is it fast it's really fast I'm yeah. Uh, Rebecca, what's your fav- what, favourite ride or roller coaster? Um, I like the music you put for as well. T- I do like Maximus one, but specifically like in Disneyland. Yeah, go on. I like the Thunder Mountain. Thunder Mountain sounds sounds riveting. What's that? What it gives us? Give us a little. <laughs> 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 Give us a little description. On the uh, Thunder Mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like, um, yeah. It just feels like it's like going like further down to the ground, but you have to oh, scream. Sounds scary. Yeah, it actually got my breath away. Oh, boy, <laughs> did, you, did you scream then? I actually screamed so loudly. <laughs> uh, I don't have a fav- favourite roller coaster because I hate them. And I'm scared of them. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't keep my feet on the floor. Yeah, Kathy, what's yours? Go. Oh, yeah, Kathy, what's, what's yours? yours? Space Mountain. Oh, Space Mountain. Is that, is that the one in the States? It, no, uh, uh, we got one in Hong Kong. Ah, go on. Go on, speaking to the mic. Do you want to speak about Space Mountain? So, Kathy, what's your favourite one? Uh, my favourite is the Space Mountain in yeah. Disneyland. Yeah. And uh, it's the one in Hong Kong. Ah, nice. it, though it's a small park, but yeah, yeah. I think it's good enough for like people to entertain in yeah, the holidays. Yeah. Very nice. I didn't even know you had uh, Disneyland in Hong Kong. Yeah, That's cool. Already there for, it's already there for 10 years. Oh, fair enough. Yes. Nice, nice. Um, right. I think that's it. Thank you, everyone. I um, hope you enjoyed the podcast. Yeah.
Goodbye. Thank you for listening. Ciao, ciao.